Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful spirits. Welcome back to the Spirits and Poetry Podcast and Frequency. I'm your host, Jorge Quintana, and this episode is titled A Discussion on Fear, Frustration, and Failure. If you want to support the growth of the podcast, please rate and review on iTunes. It greatly helps. And also drop a follow on Instagram at the Spirits and Poetry. You can also follow me on my own personal Instagram and TikTok at Jorge Quintana Poetry. So let's not beat around the bush here. This is a discussion on fear, frustration, failure. This has been such a weird time. For me, it's been a brutal few months. I've really been going through it back against the wall, shit hitting the fan. It's been a terrible time. And the one thing I noticed is that, well, it's it's not just me. There's a lot of other people going through different things. And I noticed that the challenges being posed around this time for every individual is it's regarding a, a struggle that we have had that we have held for quite some time. It's like it's like that root wound that has persisted through our entire lives is being poked at again. I noticed a lot of people having family issues, struggling with with love, with self. I've been dealing with self-resentment, frustration, self-limiting beliefs. And it's not to say that all this happened after CERN turned on the particle accelerator. There was a lot of talk, uh, people, people sharing videos around us shifting timelines. And then there's this idea that there's there's been a change in the timeline we lived in, which means that our lives were like altered without our free will being taken into consideration, which I think can be a very dangerous thought because it leads to the conclusion that whatever is going wrong, whatever we're struggling with is a product of the actions of someone or something else, meaning we're not really taking that personal responsibility to own up not necessarily to our mistakes, but owning up to healing ourselves and being responsible, being accountable to the truth that no one else is going to do our work for us. No one else is going to take that extra time and effort to, to heal what we must heal inside us. You know, people aren't just going to take their time to walk us through the path of healing. You know, unless you go to therapy and counseling, which is which is a great opportunity especially for any of you who have been considering it, who can afford it, you know, get some counseling, go to therapy. It's great to get professional help. There's only so far that we can go on our own trying to find this path to uh, a land, to a state of being that we do not know of yet. I don't remember the last time I was fully at peace, accepting and loving all that I am. I, I don't remember. There, there's a possibility that I was, I was brought out of that state at a very, very, very early age to the point where I, I can't recall it. And depending how you grew up, depending how, you know on your environment, not just in the past, but even now, there's a chance that you might be in the same situation. So it, it's tough to walk down a path that we don't have knowledge of. Or that we don't have knowledge on how to stay it. Like any of us can find the path, but how do you stay on it? It's a very narrow walk that we must go through. Challenging ourselves. You know, being mindful of who we are. Being conscious of ourselves. You know, respecting our boundaries, enforcing boundaries. Being honest in, in, in our communication with other people. It's not easy. It's uncomfortable. And I, and I think this time is a great reflection of how hard it is where, at least, at least for me, it's been a lot of, of just hitting the wall 
over and over where, I mean, I, I did a whole episode on, you know, nihilism and absurdism. You know, what's, what's the point of anything? Is there meaning to the world? And that's something I've been sitting with, you know, even now. And I think that there is a freedom in the, in the belief that nothing matters. But will we be satisfied with just that conclusion? By the way, if you haven't listened to Finding Meaning in a Decaying World, I highly recommend it. Uh, please check it out. But, you know, what matters in our lives? It, if you haven't already asked yourself this question or if life hasn't already put you in a position to ask this question, it will. And it's not just a one-time thing. You don't just decide what matters one day and then boom, you know, the rest of your life is different. I've been in situations, especially uh, this was very common when I had really bad trips, where all I wanted, all I was desperate for was just the quiet, everyday moment. The moment that oftentimes when I'm living it, I feel is boring and I'm trying to fill it, distracting myself. It was that mundane moment that I missed the most when I was in this psychological horror plane of the psychedelic realm. I just wanted the quiet. And when I finally got it, when, you know, the, the substances wore off and I was finally at peace, it was such a beautiful feeling. But guess what? The next day, two days after, you know, weeks after, I'm still trying to fill those moments, trying to distract myself from them. So just because you decide that something matters doesn't mean that from here on out your life changes and in every single moment you're living it to the fullest. That takes conscious effort. And some of us have a lot of barriers that we must overcome. I mean, we're talking about trauma and the way it impacts the psychology of the mind. I'm not a psychologist, so I can't you know, talk about you know, that impact in the long term or short term. I'm also not a neurologist or whatever scientists dedicate their studies to the brain and there's also very different parts of the brain so i don't know how the the trauma actually impacts the, the physiology the physical state of the brain but i know that it does it has to pain can shape can alter the physical body that's why we we, we talk about scarring and i feel like this this has been a time where our scars we consider them healed because we have buried them under, under time, under distractions, under coping mechanisms, but they're still there and they're not quite healed. The wound hasn't closed. We've just stuffed it with so much shit. And I feel like this has been a time where that's been exposed. The wounds that you have healed, they're not coming back to bothering you. You're at peace with it. It's the stuff you haven't dealt with, the stuff that we have ignored and we're just content to leave away. That's the shit that's coming back. And that's why it's the most painful. I mean, do you feel it in the air? The, the, the sense that something is off, that something is just wrong, that, that there's something weird out there. I've been so angry. I know my partner has talked about how she's been angry. This frustration, uh, everything pisses me off. I can honestly say it's been a struggle to even have my vibration be anywhere near moderate high. I feel like I've been in a very low vibration throughout this whole time. Not to say that that means I'm getting psychologically attacked. I think that we need to move away from this concept that just because you're vibrating at a lower frequency that suddenly you're vulnerable. That doesn't have to be the case. You know, it, it, especially me as someone who struggles with depression, I could be very comfortable vibrating lower, but that just means I'm comfortable with the darkness. And see, my issue is I've been so comfortable with the darkness, I've also been comfortable not seeing. 
not noticing, being content in an ignorance, right? Ignoring the problem. That's why we need balance. And that's why then, yes, there's time. There's a time to be in the darkness, to be enveloped by everything. And then there's a time to come back into the light to see what we must work on, what we want to change, what is satisfying or unsatisfying to us. That's where the balance between the darkness and the lightness is. The darkness is acceptance. The light is change. We must walk that path in between holding both. And that is how we walk this path of ascension. And that's been this time. I've been in a dark place, bringing it to the light, walking this middle path, and fuck. It's so, it gets tiring. It gets tiring putting all this effort to, to working, to developing, to growing, to being conscious, only to face failure and rejection over and over and over and over. I was listening to a Kanye West song, and the lyrics that, that stayed with me were, when you try hard, that's when you die hard. Shit, like I was like listening to that like, damn. Your homies looking like, why God, when they reminisce over you, my God. Good song, but anyway, it's like when you, when you try hard, that's when you die hard. It, it's true, like the more effort you put into resisting, resistance, like the more effort you put to distract yourself, to keep yourself busy, you know, fighting a losing battle, not willing to accept that sometimes there are things that aren't for us. That is when we die hard. That is when we face a rejection. That is when we, things blow up in our face. That is when things go wrong. And we are just left stripped bare of any excuse, of any distraction, of anything that could protect us from the fact that we're responsible for that shit going wrong. There's no one else to blame. It's just us. Even if someone gave you the advice to, to do something, you were still the one that decided to do it. Now, now, granted, you know, there, there might be some of you thinking, what happens if you were held at gunpoint? What, what happens if someone forced you? Well, that's when we go back into it. Listen, you're not responsible when things happen outside of your control, but you're still responsible for dealing with that aftermath, for making a life out of it. You can't escape responsibility. It's something that we are, are forced to carry. We have to accept that responsibility. It's a boulder. It's a cross we have to carry every day. But the moment we accept it, the moment that we stop trying to put it on other people, the moment we stop trying to set it down so we can relax and we just own it, we realize it's really not a boulder. It's really not a cross. It's just a state of being that may not be considered optimal or pleasurable, but can absolutely be transformed into a, a life of satisfaction. So yeah, this has been a time of, of, of frustration, of trying to make things work. And a lot of that has to do with the fear of failure. Oftentimes, we're trapped, not because this earth is a 3D prison, not because the elite are, are doing the kind of witchcraft to keep us all under a spell, not because our toothpaste has fluoride, but we're trapped because we have chained ourselves to our dreams and now we live in the fear of failing them. That's being trapped. We're the ones that chained ourselves. So if you have found yourself during this time trying to make something happen and it's not working out and you're forcing it and you're forcing it and you're trying to find all these ways to make it work and it just doesn't, at what point are you willing to accept that it's just not meant to be? That it's not meant for you? That's the question to ask. Have you been forcing a situation? Have you been forcing a result? 
What are you resisting against? What has this time been pushing you towards or away from? And I think the other part I must mention is that there's never a clear answer, okay? There's never a clear, ah, this was the thing that was bothering me the whole time and now I'll never have another problem again. Now everything will go smoothly. Earth is a very complex place. Like if we talk about Earth as a simulation and then we think, okay, well, a simulation is, is, is code. If we talk about the complex coding that comes into making this world function, I mean, how ridiculous is it that even something as simple as paper must have a very complex code because the paper is something that can get wet, is something that gets crumbled and then has very unique features. It can be ripped. You can write on it in pen, in pencil. You can erase from it. How versatile this very simple thing is. And now apply that to something like a computer, something to the wind, to the sun, to these celestial bodies of stars, to the ocean. And then you see that if this earth is a simulation, how complex it must be. And here we are, afraid of failing in this grand, beautiful, complex code of life that is just happening. And it's going to happen whether whether we achieve our life's dreams or whether we end up complete failures. It's, it's okay to have ambition. It's okay to have dreams. We need something to believe in. As long as, as we can walk the path of, of pursuing our dreams, but not being dependent on them, not being so attached to them that the, that the thought of them not coming true is enough for us to ruin our own lives. I mean, are we afraid of failing? Or are we afraid of dedicating ourselves to something only to realize that we were unworthy of anything? You know, are we afraid of our own worthiness? Are we afraid that that everything goes the way we want and then we're still not satisfied? That we get everything we want and we're still not happy? There's a lot to consider and think about. And first of all, this episode is late. It's it's a week late. And uh, I could say, oh, well, it's because my partner and I went on this trip. And when I got back, I was tired. But honestly, I haven't had anything to say. I've been so frustrated with myself. Just like been feeling so boxed in. And just the thought of doing this podcast felt like such a chore. Because I, in my head, I'm like, what can I tell you? What can I share? What could I possibly say to make this time of burden any easier on you? What could I possibly say to teach you something when I am in this state of loss that I can't even put into words? I am beyond hopelessness. I don't believe in hope. Hope is an illusion. We must, and this is where I took from the absurdist, we must face that void. And that's what I've been doing. I've been facing the void of nothing having meaning and then asking myself, but what matters to me? And I still don't have a concrete answer. But during that time, I've been, I've been shifting my focus away from what I lack and just shifting focus to what I currently have. And whenever a problem presents itself where the obvious answer is, well, if I would have just had this over here, I could get it done. Instead, I shifted to how can I make the best out of what I already have? You know, my my partner and I were talking about recording a cover for her. And I was like, well, you know, my piano can't connect to my keyboard if I could just get another piano. And that's the easy solution. If we all had money, you know, billions of dollars, there's so many problems that we could handle without stress. I could just buy another piano, throw this one away or donate it. It doesn't fucking matter. But it is with the limitations that are presented in our life that our creativity, that our, our sense of adaptability gets to shine. 
Yes, it's it's an obvious answer that if we just had that money, that extra equipment, those extra material things, we could solve the problem. Nope, yep, easy. But because we have this limitation, now it's, well, I could spend another $130, $200 on a piano, but with the one I already have, with the equipment I have at my disposable, at my disposal, with the skills that I possess, what can I do here? It's 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 very interesting the way that it's not easy to shift focus away from what we lack. Since we live in this, you know, the hate, or not, I wouldn't even say the heyday of capitalism. We're living in lay capitalism at a point where it's still the number one economy, but we all know it sucks and it's crumbling and there's so many holes in it. So we are, we are in a lay capitalistic world. So obviously we're going we're gonna to be focusing on what we don't have. When we have daily reminders every day of what the miracle of money can do. We all know someone who has struggled, you know, with losing their home, has struggled with with homelessness, couch surfing. We all know someone who has car issues to the point where they don't have a car. I don't have a car. We all know someone who who's been in debt beyond what they could even pay over, you know, like drowning in it. We all know someone who has had marriage issues or child custody issues that has left them, you know, economically hurt. We all know people, even ourselves, that have gone through economic hardships. So, of course, the thought of, well, this is what I don't have is going to be at the forefront of our minds. But that's why gratitude is important. And I'm sick and tired of gratitude. I'm sick and tired of patience. I'm sick and tired of picking myself back up after failure. After failure, I just got another poetry rejection. And it's just another one to add to this mountain of emails that say, well, dear Jorge, Thank you for submitting your poetry. Our team read it with great interest. Unfortunately, we received over 700 applications and each applicant delivered some beautiful poetry. So unfortunately, we did not select you for this prize, for this publication. (sighs) My spirit is just, I I get so mad because I'm just like, well, here's another rejection. Why the fuck am I still trying? Like, you know? And a mountain of rejections stand, you know, stands before me. And my, I just hear my spirit whispering, well, we'll give it one more try. And then I fail again. Hey, we'll keep going. And then I fail again. Hey, you know, it's okay to feel frustrated. Take your time. And let's get back up, try again. And then I fail again. And it's been, it's been hundreds of failures in a row. And then this one comes. And it comes at the worst possible time. It's at a time where I'm having all these crises. I'm wondering if anything matters. And it's just this very dark time in my life. And I get this big rejection. And I sit with it. And it plunges me into this deep depression. And I, uh, I've been having a lot of dark thoughts. And in the midst of that darkness, I just hear something inside me say, Well, we'll try again. And that's life. We're going to fail. We're going to get frustrated. We're going to hit walls. We're going to be tested to our limits. Because this is a world of limits. It has to be. Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to function. It'd be chaotic. There'd be nuclear war. There'd be destruction. There'd there'd be all this violence. There'd be all this chaos, all this lust, all this sex. It'd be ridiculous. But we have to deal with our limits. And we get back up and we try again. Because the only time we lose is when we quit. The only time that we struggled for nothing is when we give up. Is when we say, all right, enough's enough. And we put it all down. That's when it's over. And this is by no means a criticism to any, any being that has ever decided to leave this world by their own hand. I could never criticize someone who makes that decision. But what I can say is, don't give up. When you give up, that's when it's over. 
When you give up on yourself, when you give up on your dreams, when you give up on on your spirit, that is when you truly die. And that is the worst way to die because it is a death that is prolonged. That is true meaninglessness. That is true. That is a true black hole. So take time with yourself and and know that you'll find your way. We will all find our way. Things will always work out somehow, some way. It, It does. It just does. I believe it wholeheartedly. There is chaos, but there is also order. And in this time, we might be going through chaos, but that's just clearing paths. It's just cleaning out our closet, you know, making room. So what can you do during this time to honor yourself? Movement, like exercise or just giving yourself the opportunity to move around could be good for you. This is a great time to check in about our eating habits. Are we eating food that really satisfies us? It's not, it's not about, hey, you, know, you need to cut down calories or lose weight. No, no, no. It's make sure that the food you're eating feels good. That it's not just that you enjoy eating it, but even when, when you're full, right, or, you know, afterward, that you still feel good. That you could think back like, yeah, I'm glad I ate that. This is a great time to check in with the people in your life, the relationships. Are the people in your life people that you can count on, people that really support you, people whose, whose love genuinely fills your life? This is a great time to check in with yourself about what your desires are and why you desire them. Why are you after whatever you, you said you're after? Is that, is that really what you want? But most importantly, there's really no right way to go about it. Do whatever feels natural. Sometimes you need to cope. Okay, sometimes you need to cope in a way that's unhealthy. Shit, that, that's fine. But stay true to you. I believe in you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast episode and staying with me through this talk of fear, frustration, and failure. But I appreciate y'all tuning in. Please rate and review on iTunes. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Spirits and Poetry. You can also follow me on my own personal Instagram and TikTok at Jorge Quintana Poetry. But thank y'all for tuning in. See y'all next time. Much love.